An unusual criminal case involving the alleged theft of the original handwritten notes to Life in the Fast Lane and Hotel of California and other Eagles hits gets underway tomorrow here in New York. A rare book dealer, a former Rock and Roll Hall of Fame curator, and a collectibles expert are all charged with trying to sell manuscripts, which were reportedly stolen from a co-founder, Don Henley, by a writer working on an authorized Eagles biography in the 1980s. The trio lied about the paper's origin in an effort to resell them, or so the case says. All three have pleaded not guilty. The writer is not being charged. The case is going to be heard by a judge, not a jury, here in New York. Joining us on Drive Time, Travis McDade, a University of Illinois law professor who studies rare book and document disputes. Thank you for joining us, Professor. Explain for us what specifically is at issue in this case with the Eagles. Well, uh, the the theft itself is not at issue. Ed Sanders, as you uh, alluded to, is the author who, uh, let me talk in the passive voice, acquired these uh, documents, these these Eagles lyrics, probably in the late 1970s. Um, he's not being charged. He hasn't been charged. Uh, the question is what's happened in this century in 2005, uh, he sold them to, uh, Glenn Horowitz, a, a notable, uh, archive and rare book dealer, uh, there in Manhattan, uh, who then sold them onto the other two guys you mentioned, Kaczynski and Nkiardi. Um, and so the, so the issue is, uh, were these guys dealing in stolen property? How rare a case is this? So you you look into things like this all the time. Are rock lyrics often uh, at these disputes? Uh, a dispute involving things up for sale by um, uh, dealers like like Horowitz or Kaczynski or you know Sotheby's or Christie's that that's not unusual. Uh, rock deal uh, rock lyrics included. That's not unusual at all. Uh, a criminal issue, right? That is unusual so you know if it happens on the civil side you get their attorneys involved you figure things out you, you know maybe money exchanges hands or maybe you give the things back it rarely it rarely gets to a criminal issue like this one here i understand don hadley did some of his own detective work in this case yeah i think they tried to sell the, uh, there's a number of baffling things here to me and one of them was it was that they tried to sell these back to him um and my understanding is he may have have bought lyrics to one of these songs uh, and then sort of bridled at others of them um, and then uh, sort of decided, well, these were mine in the first place. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't know exactly what he did or exactly how he acted, but yes, that, that he's, he's uh, tried to figure out how they disappeared from his collection and how they ended up uh, up for sale in New York. Is it possible Don Henley may testify at some point in this trial? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, one of the one of the issues is, of course, whether whether um, uh, Ed Sanders legally procured these things, and and uh, Henley says he 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 did not. Sanders apparently told authorities that he did. So I mean, we have a, we have a basic conflict in the in the underlying facts. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Henley shows up. Yeah. Uh, what is the defense arguing specifically? What, what what's their take on this as they try to get out of this? <laughs> I've been trying to figure that out. So they say <laughs> a couple of things. Uh, uh, you know, sort of nebulous stuff like it happened a long time ago, which, uh, you know, that, that, the, the, the theft, if it was a theft, yeah, that happened a long time ago. But the things they're being charged with happened far more recently. Um, the, the, you know, the, the, the conspiracy, the, the hindering prosecution, those things happened far more recently. Um, I'm anxious to see what the defense is arguing in this case. Uh, I, I'm, I am baffled 
that uh, especially Horowitz would let this get to a criminal uh, a criminal court. It just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense to me why it would get this far. Professor, as someone who studies rare book and document disputes, if these uh, three guys are found guilty, what sort of implications could this have in the future when it comes to ghostwriting, celebrity memoirs, and rock lyrics? I mean, is, is there a precedent that may be set here? Yeah, I mean, I I, I think the 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 law is pretty solid on this, right? Uh, especially in New York, the, the the owner of these, and you know, in this case, Don Henley. Uh, unless there's a, unless there's a evidence of a, of a transaction that he gave good title to, you know, Sanders or whomever, right. Um, he gets some those, those are, those are his, uh, that's, that's fairly robust case law. Um, when it comes to dealing in stolen items, that's also pretty cut and dry too. I mean, if you know, you, if you know, these things are stolen and, and, uh, and I, I, you know, they may not have, have knowledge and that may not matter. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know that this could set any precedent. I think, I think. This stuff is pretty cut and dried already. You sound pretty confident that Don Henley's going to win this one. I think he'll definitely get the lyrics back. Uh, whether whether the the prosecution can prove its case is another matter. But you know the the DA's not you know they're pretty savvy. They're not. They're, <laughs> I don't know why they would bring a case they didn't think they could win. And, right. and I don't I don't know why the defense would put their freedom at risk over something like this. It it just does not make any sense to me. University of Illinois law professor Travis McDade. Interesting stuff. Thanks for joining us. No, no problem at all. And again, that trial is due to start tomorrow here in New York.